Welcome to The Extra Pieces. I'm Richard from The Rambling Brick and... I'm Jay from Jay's Brick Blog. Welcome to our little podcast and come and join us while we talk about Lego sets, things happening in the Lego fan community and pieces we've stepped on in the middle of the night. Hi Jay, it's been a little while. Um, forgive it's, not, us. it's not 2023 yet. Is is it? Not quite. Not <sighs> quite, but we're almost halfway there. Um, yeah, it's been... We seem to have had two months since our last episode. Um, I think life has got a bit busy for both of us, hasn't it? <laughs> both of us, uh, we were feuding for a bit. You know, there was drama in the background, contract disputes, but you know, we set all of it aside and we're back. For at least for this episode, but we will try to put in a bit more effort. But um, yeah, it has been busy. Uh, life gets in the way. Work, um, family, all of the all of the fun stuff, the deluge of Lego news and releases in the last three months have been. You know, it's been pretty intense. So it's been pretty intense. We've um, had had a number of themes sort of. Come Vush, um, had we even spoken about Starry Night last time? No, absolutely not. Uh, no, so let's... Starry Night, Optimus, it's been a lot that uh, that's happened. Okay, so well, so for everyone who has just um, joining back to us, having um, wondered what we've been up to in the meantime, here is the story so far. When last we left our heroes, they were discussing um, the arrival of the DeLorean, the classic 90 years of play, and the Star Wars dioramas. Um, And so then we moved on and we had May the 4th and we had the Land Speeder. It's a big vehicle. It doesn't fit minifigures. It's too big for your action figures. It's got cool minifigures, though. It does have cool minifigures. They have to sit on the stand. I actually quite enjoyed the build um, and it uses some really interesting techniques and I've tripled my supply of bricks in that lovely nougat colour. Next, what else have we had? We then also had our latest ideas release, the Starry Night, um, based on Van Gogh's work of the same name, which he painted whilst... uh, bitterly depressed in an asylum in France. Um, You got to put this one together. How was it, Jay? Yeah. Oh, it was good. Um, I I think I scored it a five out of five. I I, I literally could not find anything wrong with it. Um, It's, it's, it's my contender for like set of the year, just because it's such a complete um, experience. It's obviously a 3D painting it's got you know it's 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 got everything it's got a cool minifigure it looks great on display plenty of rare-ish uncommon colors so the parts uh the parts people are are, are in for a treat and yeah it, it's got a cool frame the brick built frame is 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 pretty cool um and you know i think it does what um lego ideas is best known for it 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 pushes the envelope of what you think you can expect from a bunch of plastic bricks and elements and, you know, just, you know, produces what is essentially a brick built work of art. Um, I I really like it a lot. 
Look, I, I think this is certainly going to be a set that makes its way into our household. Starry Night is one of my wife's favourite works of art and we just haven't got to New York to see the real one yet, um, at, which is hanging in the Museum of Modern Art there. I think this is a set that, amongst the other things that Lego Ideas does, it also demonstrates the appeal of Lego models to or Lego builds to people who aren't necessarily established Lego fans. And this is an extremely popular work of art. It's done in such an innovative way and it brings such a new lease of life to the original that I think this is, this is as you said, it's exactly what Lego Ideas is about. Hmm. Um, and, you know, I think it's, you know, it's, it's certainly sold very, very well. It's sold out everywhere. Um, which can't be the same, can't be the same thing said about Optimus Prime. Um, but again, that's, um, you know, I think it's, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's well-deserved. Um, they've done a, they've done a fantastic job with the, with the set. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a great aesthetically pleasing set and, you know, it's got, yeah, it's got everything. So, um, yeah, enjoyed it. And I think you should definitely, um, sign up for email notifications when it comes back in stock, because it's a, it's a good one. I am bitterly disappointed because when I last looked, it was still in stock and it now is not. And that's okay. My wife's birthday is not until October. But then after Starry Night, we then heard of Optimus Prime. Um, you, Optimus Prime, the leader of the Transformers, in fact, the G1 Optimus Prime, based on the first version seen in the cartoons way back in the day, when, in fact, it was barely indistinguishable between what was a Saturday morning cartoon and what was, in fact, a toy commercial. Um, how is this build, Jay? Oh, uh, it's a... If you if you like Transformers and you like Lego, um, it, is, um, it is everything you could ever dream of. Um, it's, yeah, does exactly what it... Um, um, as advertised on the box. It does is, what uh, it says on the box. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a great great um you know lego version of optimus prime g1 blocky um as god intended um it um has two forms robot truck transforms um seamlessly transforms so elegantly um it's so simple and you know <laughs> it's quite ironic because it actually transforms much much uh it's so much more easier than a than than an actual toy transformer um so that's just magic um, magic yeah and i think in you know it's 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 big so it's got you know it's got very nice display presence um whether in truck mode or robot mode um and i think in many ways it's a it's it's a better it's it's one of the better Transformers toys just because of how well it transforms as well as its size. Um, something that it, you know can't be said for, um, you know the the toys that uh, that Hasbro has produced, whether it's the the small versions or the masterpiece versions, mm. which um, which I discovered, uh, you know, costs you know hundreds and hundreds of dollars, like almost a thousand dollars for a masterpiece Optimus Prime. So. I think we're getting a pretty good deal with it. Um, and yeah, I, I love it because I grew up with Transformers. So this is, you know, this is, this is a bullseye in terms of cultural relevancy for me as a, you know, as a, as, as a flag 
card-carrying millennial. Um, so yeah, um, love it. Um, is it perfect? No, I think it's a bit expensive. Um, and again, if, if, if you're not into Transformers, if you're not into, you know, Hasbro toys or mechs or robots, the appeal of it is, you know, is, is, is quite diminished. Uh, but yeah, I, I liked it. Um, well, it's the second time we've mentioned price so far on this, um, podcast, Jay. So as we then move on and late into later May, early June, of course, we then received, a, a a saddening note from th- th- from the Lego Group through the Ambassadors Network, and that was that in fact we can expect later in the year that there will be an increase in price of many of the Lego sets currently on the shelves. Now, Western Europe already had a price rise last year to bring prices in line with other markets. However, what we've traditionally found in Australia, once a Lego set has been released, its price has been static until it gets retired, whether it's one year or six years later. Um, and so this is going to be, oh, it's going to be a little bit challenging for a lot of us, I think. We've been told that in all, between August and September, we can expect to see price rises particularly in the adult focus sets but we will see it in some of the some of the kid focus sets like city and friends as well probably the sets towards the top end there those the kid focus sets may go up between one and ten one and five percent probably um probably between three and eight percent i reckon Um, There are rumours from Europe that, in fact, we can expect some of the higher-end adult focus sets to be potentially going up by 25%, Mm -hmm. um, which is going to be a little bit emotionally challenging if you've just been saving up your $1,000 to be able to... $1,000 Australian to pick up a Titanic and uh, all of a sudden it goes up to... 1200 1250 overnight now i don't know exactly what the price rise is going to be on the titanic at this point in time um or indeed if it will there are currently about 400 sets active in the lego portfolio and about 100 of those are going to have a price rise attached to them we can also expect that all new sets going forward will be um functionally re-indexed so there will be a new entry point price, or the entry point price is still going to be pretty similar, I think, but we'll still see, we'll be more likely to see the um, higher range, the higher end direct to consumer sets being a bit more like, far more often around 500 rather than 300 Australian. Um, Yeah, we'll certainly start seeing them. They'll all be a lot more expensive than we're expecting, full stop, end of sentence. Yeah, look, I think... uh... Looking at the state of the world, um, I think the price of Lego going up is, you know, should be the least of everyone's worries right now. I think the, uh, um, yeah, like like the price of everything has gone up. Petrol has gro- gone up by like, you know, 100%. Yeah. Um, apparently lettuce is like $12 a head um, for, a, for, a, for iceberg lettuce. Um, Unnecessary to. luxury. It's salad. You don't make friends with salad. I know, but you know, um, and yeah, just the cost of everything's going up, and you know, Le- Lego is a you know, 
Lego, Lego's a toy. Um, it is a luxury discretionary purchase. Um, and you know, you know, people are you know people are struggling, and I think you know, with so much that's that's going on right now, I think you know the price of you know toys going up is you know probably not 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 very high on um, everyone's agenda. Is it? Is it? Um, is it unwarranted? Probably not, because I feel like Lego has been. Um, you know, you mentioned that we had a you know a, a slight price bump in Europe. I feel like in Australia we had a a, a stealthy price bump, say like late last year, where they normalized and aligned our pricing more towards the UK and EU pricing, whereas previously it was I think slightly closer to American pricing. Mm. I reckon we've all, as long as I've been tracking prices over five years, it's been pretty. We've been far more on par with the UK than the, or Europe and UK than than the US pricing. Um, well, I mean the cut. Like I, I, but, but I, agree, I agree that there has been a um, a stealthy price bump in as much as um, new sets cost more. But this this is a bit more dramatic because it is sets on the shelves are going to go up in price, and this actually includes sets that were released on the first of June. Do we do we know that for for certain? Well, we've not had any formal announcement from Lego Australia at this point in time. They've said that the um, decision to raise prices is a global one. The global message that we're we're getting is that because each part of the world is being affected in a different way they're unable to give us any indication about things so unfortunately i think we're just going to have to wait and see what the retailers do when the time comes because ultimately whilst lego set the whole wholesale prices and they set recommended retail prices which are then followed at lego.com lego certified stores lego land discovery centers and lego brand retail outlets Mm independent toy stores and department stores set their own pricing yeah and lego does not tell them what they have to do yeah look i think at the end of the day it's just a um it'll probably be useful to earn the side of caution and just assume that everything is going up even the newly released um sets so things like optimus um the ferrari maybe I don't yeah. know. Just assume everything is going up in price, um, and you've got. Um, I I feel like Lego doesn't get enough credit of um, for giving us this forewarning. Um, what a lot of brands have done in you know previously is that they've raised prices and then they've communicated it to their consumers, or they've mm. not ordered, and you know. You walk into a grocery store and you finally f- and you discover that your cereal is like twice as expensive, and that's you know that's that that's legitimate real world sticker shock. Um, I think it's I think it, I think it's good that that Lego has come out because obviously they know it's not going to be received well. There was um, there was a lot of you know heated discussion um about you know why should a profitable company why should a should a brand that has you know had their most profitable year ever you know done this to consumers i think their 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 statement was a bit ham-fisted um and that definitely didn't help um 
they 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 should have um they should have worded it slightly better. Um, you know, they've they they pretty much just came out and said, um, you know, we're doing this because of um, you know, we're doing this because we you know put the consumer first at the heart of what we do. Um, at a comp as you know as as a company, and I don't think people felt um that way. Um. I've, yeah, I think because it came on, it came shortly after, and by shortly after, it probably about a month or so after the company had produced their annual financial report, which had demonstrated a record profit for the company. However, um, in the same statement, they did say that they had been absorbing the cost over a period of time, and certainly we've noticed that many things have gone up over the last 12 months. The other thing is that the year of record profit um, didn't end the week that the report was presented. It ended several months prior to that. And then we've subsequently had issues with the cost of energy, with the invasion of Ukraine. We've had um, ongoing supply chain challenges with... And the pandemic is sort of still providing us with... Um, lots of sick leave at any one time around the world. So it is certainly, um, I suppose what we should should be, if, we, we go, if we're going the truly positive spin on it, we'd be saying, isn't it great that I, they didn't put the costs up when, they put the prices up when their costs started going up? Wasn't that yeah. great, Jay? Yeah. Look, I think there's, 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 there's a nuanced... Um, and mature way of looking at it. Um, at its core, Lego is a brand. Lego is a company. They are a for-profit company. They do a lot of good. They make a lot of people feel good. They bring a lot of joy into the hearts and hands of kids and adults and families. Um, but at its core, they are a company, and companies exist to make a profit. They have um they have shareholders still family owned uh, it's a private company so they don't have you know um um yeah they they're not they're not beholden to the stock market but they do have a um imperative to 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 be as profitable as um as they can and which is why i don't like i i i fundamentally disagree with the you know with with this one comment that keeps coming up um, especially on social media where they go, oh, but they made, you know, all this money last year. Why can't they take a hit this year? And that <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Like, um, like if you look at your own vocation or your own career and you've had, um, you know, say in 2021, you've made the most money that you've ever made ever. Um, and, you know, would you be willing to take a hit this year because reasons? I don't know. I I feel like most people would, you know, if if your boss would come to you and say, "Hey, we're doing we're doing tough this year, so we're gonna have to like cut your pay by like twenty percent." But you had a great year last year, so whoop de do it all. You know, it all it all, all it all cancels out. Um, I, I I don't feel a lot of people would um would would do that, and so and and like you said, last year is last year. Um, there was um there was a ton of you know stimulus. Um, from the government, financial support. Um, they were stimulus checks in the US. They were furlough payments in the UK. 
we all stayed home. We didn't do out. We we did we didn't do much. Um, so we all just bought Lego. <laughs> so yeah, like la la last year is uh is 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 an anomaly. They 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 did tremendously well, like a lot of other companies. But you know this year's the outlook and the current economic situation is much 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 different. And like it's is it is it great? No. Um, I think it. Um, you know, like 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 inflation, it primarily affects um those that do not have the economic safety net. Um, you know, it it just hurts people who are you know who who are less well to do, and I think we need to acknowledge that. And again, this will be tough for parents wanting to buy presents for kids because kids don't hmm. understand inflation. So, I I do like that the the biggest increases will likely hit the adult range, mm. because I think as working adults, we're we're slightly more capable of, I guess, absorbing the shock. Whereas you know someone who's buying a twenty dollar, thirty dollar set for their kids uh, for a birthday or as a treat or for Christmas, you know, it's you know, and when yeah that that. I like that Lego has, has have shown a bit of restraint at the bottom end, mm. um, so that that's a good thing. And I think at the end of the day, um, the you know, if we love Lego um, and if it brings us a lot of joy, it's 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 in our best interests that they do well as a company. I think you know the the com- um, Lego has gone through so many ups and downs. It's gone through a near bankruptcy. Um, in the you know early two thousands, mm. um, they've come close to you know losing it all, and I think it's I think I I think it's great because the more profitable and the more I guess financially secure they are as a company, it allows them to do more incredible things like work with Hasbro on Optimus Prime and you know pump out Lego Star Wars sets. So look, not. not yeah, not great, but um, not great, but um, it could have been way worse. And again, there's, there's another there's another thing I suppose with with that aspect of the can't they go take a hit argument. And if we remember, it's not that long ago, twenty seventeen, there was a there wasn't even a loss. There was a reduction in the increase in learnings, and they made ten, uh, not insignificant part of their workforce redundant. Um, yeah. I think it may have been, was it 10%? I might need to check on that, but it was a, there was a significant proportion of the workforce that were at, through the Lego group that were made redundant around the world. And I think that's also an important thing. The cost of doing business has gone up Um we still need to keep people employed. We still, it is going to be an ongoing challenge. If only we can hope to see a little bit of wages rising up there as well. Yeah. And, you know, um, yeah, with, with, with price increases coming up, um, again, my, my advice, and this is what I tell people who, who ask me for advice, I just say, if there's a, if, if there's a set that you've been after, just buy it now. Um, I wasn't planning on buying a UCS Star Destroyer. Um, I pulled the trigger because it might cost twenty percent more in the future. 
in in you know in two months' time. So I had an alternative solution to that problem, Jay. I didn't plan to buy a UCS Star Destroyer, and this has cemented that plan for the long term. No, and I think um, yeah, and I completely agree. I think it's I think it's it's unrealistic to you know to think that you should be able to buy everything because number one, there's just too much that's coming out. Um, and yeah, you, you just simply can't buy everything. Like, you know, six or seven years ago, it was pretty easy. There were probably between Lego ideas and the direct to consumer sets. There were probably about eight or nine sets a year that were targeted at you. Mm -hmm. Um, in this situation, you is somebody over the age of 21 who may have a variety of interests that may or may not have involved being a long-term Lego fan. Chances are, if you weren't a Lego fan, there wasn't anything for you, unless you're a car fan, in which case every two years there was an awesome Technic <laughs> supercar that came out. Now, they're, the group are doing whatever they can to leverage the adult market we've got flowers we've got supercars we've got um homages to our childhood video games we've got homages to contemporary video games if we look at um horizon forbidden west we've got all sorts of things i think to believe that you'll be able to afford every lego or even just have the opportunity to get every Lego set that comes out and indeed the gifts with purchase that might also become available, it's going to involve a um it's going to involve a truckload of money. Hmm. A truckload. And yeah, and I think, you know, at the Previously it was just a wheelbarrow load. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like I I see that myself as well. Like I'm a big like um, I I love Lego superheroes, but um, a couple of years ago I just realized that no, I can't buy every single superhero set um, that gets released because previously you had like five in a year and that was it, um, or you know five every half. But now you've got you know you've got tiny one, you've got five, you've got like two or three for every single like Marvel movie that comes out, plus the all the other stuff as well, and big and then. Then a Marvel D to C and a DC Multiple. D to C. Multiple. Yeah. Yep. And then we've got cowls and helmets and gauntlets and gloves. Oh my. <laughs> and then they yeah, go and so... release a Hall of Armor with another 150 different Iron Man armors in. Is that right? Were there 150 in that set? Cl no. Close, close enough. enough? Yeah. Yeah. So if there's something that you want, buy it now. If you yep. can afford it. Or, yeah, and, you know, it, it's, yeah, it's, you know, just, it's okay to miss out on stuff. It is okay. It is perfectly okay. I Probably missed out a on more the, important message. I, mi I missed out on the haunted house. It haunts me to this day, and I still think about it most days, but I'm fine. I've got Lego Optimus Prime. Which, which haunted house? The Monster Fighters one or the... Yeah, the Monster um, Fighters, yep. I won't say anything. I regret every single day not paying $169 when it was just languishing at Kmart. I never saw it languishing at Kmart. I saw it when I visited the UK in a Lego shop in 
uh, I can't remember which town it was in, but I saw it there. I picked it up, paid full retail, counted it halfway around the world. The box got dented a lot. There you go. Great set. Um, but you know, just, just, I, I, I couldn't afford it then. Um, and I can't afford it now as well. <laughs> Jay, I feel that we're starting to dwell on this and we're starting to bring the mood down a little and, um, Perhaps we'll just have a quick change of tack, shall we? Oh yeah, cool. What's uh, what's what what's coming up next week? This week? In a week? Less less than a week? On the eighteenth and nineteenth, there's a big. Uh... Oh, we've got LegoCon. So, those of you who may may or may not remember last year, LegoCon was a live streamed event direct from the lego house where we had a number of product designers and a number of uh, teams responsible for certain for various product lines making some announcements which on the whole were perhaps a little lackluster on the grounds that most of those things had already either been officially announced or inadvertently announced by having um having had reasonable pictures published in international catalogs, which had then been published on the Lego catalog app. So that's always been a little bit awkward. And this year they've promised us some more new and exclusive um, content, um, including um, at least one new theme to be announced. Um we're going to have a chat from from Angus McFarlane, who um, is both an AFOL and a filmmaker. He works with Pixar. He was responsible, the fan designer responsible for the Wally model many years ago. And now, as a movie movie maker, he decided that he wanted to be able to make more classic space models, and so he incorporated a transparent yellow canopy in the new set from there but i digress so we've got that we'll probably hear about some new sets from other themes um i don't have the ad in front of me jay what else can we expect from LegoCon? um it's pretty much official that uh that that we're going to get to see avatar so that's that's exciting uh well lego just retweeted like the avatar twitter like official Twitter page today, so it's not it's not subtle. Ah, oh, did they? That yeah. probably that probably ruins their chance of actually um, announcing a not actually announced theme. Hmm. Um, um, look, I think um, the we're we're definitely going to get a look at um, the Doctor Strange Sanctum Sanctorum as well. Mm. Yep. Um, I think. I th- look. I think we can. Are we getting a sanctum sanctorum? Has that been? Yeah. Strongly rumored. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Technically, it's been strongly rumored. Um, as a Marvel D to C. I mean, they they tweeted out a teaser with Doctor Strange. Oh, and that's right. They did too. It's, they it's did not, too. It's not. Yeah. Again, they they they're not being they're not being subtle um about it, which is which is which is good. Um. What else? Um, I, I think, I think 
they will also show off a Harry Potter D2C set. They've got a, a, a London studio studio tour as well, and I think a, a cast member from the Harry Potter movies showing up. Um, I don't think you would go to all that trouble to do a studio, studio tour in London and get a, um, a cast member if you're not going to show off something... Um, something big and you know i think harry potter is a great you know all-round team that you know that that both adults families and kids enjoy um so yeah i think they might slip us a um a reveal there as well i'm looking forward to minecraft actually um Mm. um you know last year they had a skin vote where i think the ninja skin um got picked by fans i think it was done on like like as a as a twitter vote which was which was great and the minifigure came out earlier this year um yeah i think i think they'll 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 show a few more um they'll show off a few things from minecraft as well um there's a lego friends part as well where um just today they kind of shared a like a teaser and they said you know sneak peek at up- upcoming adventures which is interesting like probably give us an idea of the next direction in which the theme is heading. Yeah. Well, it's 10 years of Lego friends. So, you know, hopefully they, they mark it um, and observe it appropriately. And yeah, they've, they've, um, they've, they've also made a, um, they've also mentioned that it's, it's going to be, they're going to tie in the 90th anniversary into it as well. So, I think that's going to be their big trump card. You know, we'll definitely see or hear about the 90th anniversary set. Hopefully, hopefully, um, and yeah, I think I think they'll I think they'll go all out this year and kind of course correct from last year, and they're doing it early enough. So, so uh, the other things that we can expect to see for the first time there will be an exclusive look at all new Super Mario character packs. We've not. We've presumed that there'll be a character pack collection coming out with the next drop of Lego Super Mario sets, which are featuring Princess Peach's castle in August, September, August. Oh, yeah. Um, so we should be getting our first look at those packs at that time. And there's also a tease on their ad for getting ready for a grand finale with Ninjago. Now, Mm. weird things have been happening with Ninjago for reasons we don't fully understand. They dropped the first half of the latest season on Netflix in the US only um, a couple of weeks ago. They were up for about three days and then they were all removed again. I managed to get through, which gave me a little bit of context for some sets that I've been looking at. Um, but I've no idea what this could mean with getting ready for a grand finale with Ninjago. Does this mean that they're going to drop all of the next episodes for three days the following morning? That'd be, um... Nah, they're just going to cancel it live on a, on a, on one of their premiere live streaming events. They're going to just go up on stage and say, we're done. We've had a good run. Ninjago's, Ninjago's finished. That's uh, that just screams family friendly. I don't know. We'll see. I'm I'm not even going to joke about that because I, 
I actually reckon I, I'm, I'm starting to warm to Ninjago. It's taken me 10 years to get my head around it at all. And they might kill I, the main, they might kill off the main cast and introduce a, that, well, that's what they do with comic books and comic book characters and, yeah, long, but look, long running series. They just killed kill off everyone. Batman and Bruce Wayne several times, and he keeps coming back. Hmm. Um, but indeed, we did get a tease of the new ninjas, which included an orange ninja, a teal ninja, and a zero ninja, and a mo and a fuchsia ninja. Um, who knows? Perhaps, in fact, this team will come to take over the world of Ninjago. Really, what I, the way I've come to think of it over the years is that. Back in the 90s, we used to think of the space sets by their faction, and each year we got a new faction with a range of sets. I now believe we have, I think of Ninjago in the terms of we have the white faction, the green faction, the blue faction, and so each year we get a new set of each of them. Each, each faction gets a new set, mm-hmm. um, which is how I'm starting to, and, and indeed the same thing happens in Monkey Kid. Rather than sort of getting a horizontal, we now have like vertical integration of of factional sets, and that's... They, they killed off Optimus Prime in the in in the very first Transformers movie. So he got better. Did he? I'm not sure. No, I don't think I. They needed to kill him off to sell more toys. I was a kid, Transformers obsessed kid, and. You know, I cried. That was that was a very traumatic experience to see Optimus die on screen. Did he come back? Spoiler alert. Right. Nah, they brought him back for like a like a special. Um but I don't they didn't bring him back. They 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 pretty much just killed a whole bunch of G one um characters and yeah. They brought Superman back, so <laughs> Well, they did, but they killed him off in the comics in in, in a moderately similar way. Mm. Well, without fighting Batman first, you know, fifteen years earlier, twenty no, twenty years earlier. Doomsday the Doomsday story was my introduction to Superman comics back in the day. Mm-hmm. The death of Superman, and I bought all those trade paperbacks, and it was kind of fun. Um. Then I came to realise that everyone seems to be getting killed off and brought back. So it's just what happens with comic stories. That's all right. The great thing about ABS is it doesn't go off. Mm, unless it's dark brown. Dark, dark brown, reddish, reddish brown, or dark red prior to 2018. Yep. Um, um, yeah, look, I think... Um... Yeah, look, I think I, I think LegoCon is going to be good. They've um, the feedback that they got last year was was very very loud and resounding. Um, and you know, Lego is a company and a brand obsessed about feedback and pleasing their customers. So yeah, I think we're going to be going to be spoiled for choice in terms of um, reveals. We we will highlight this is being marketed as a family event. Feel free to be to acknowledge that stuff will get if you if you're a grown up. Please feel free to accept that material is going to be presented at a level that's a little bit below you. Especially if you're an Uber fan, you probably kind of have an idea of half the stuff that's going to be announced, but we probably haven't seen any of it. Hmm. Um, so that's actually pretty exciting. Um, 
I'm excited. I'm excited to see a revealed, like, fresh. I I, I literally cannot remember the last time I, um, yeah, I I, I saw an unannounced set. Um, and yeah, it's 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 a very special feeling for me. That was the Nintendo sixty four block. Um, yeah. So, you know, yeah. and look, there, there's we still haven't they haven't specifically talked about it, but you know we're certainly aware that we're we're awaiting news of a ninetieth um, anniversary ideas vote selected set. Now Jay and I had different ideas about this based on the result of the. Um, vote and we've commented on this all last year at some point we should find find the record because it'd probably be um quite good in case one of us is right jay um I, what did you say jay what did i say i'm pretty sure you said that they were going to release something castle and something space and, and something everything else like and we've got we've got forest men we've got castle we've got um root you know Allegedly, space. We got, we got a, you know. Um... Uh, I'm actually going to say we don't have. We've we've been subjected to rumours through other other channels. We've um, not really got formal notification at this point as to what things actually will be. So I'm hoping that we'll get a view of them next week. Me, I'm still hoping for a castle that's going to be blue and grey with transparent yellow the way nexo knights should have been with a bionicle tahu mask not tahu toa mask i beg your pardon suspended over the drawbridge that that's that's my top tip for what to expect <laughs> look i think i i think it's 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 pretty safe to to uh, assume that castle's coming back um the um Lego recently had their play day, which is their it's like a off day for the employees mm. where they indulge in play. Obviously, it's ninetieth anniversary themed, and there were a lot of castle designs there. There was a big arch in the shape of a big yellow castle. So, just just saying, just saying. Anyway, um, next year is the forty fifth anniversary of that big yellow castle. Oh, perfect timing. Um, look. Wildcard, I don't I don't see anyone mentioning this anywhere. Wildcard at LegoCon. Uh we'll get the castle. But um I believe we will also get a Bionicle set, like a, a real CCBS, you know, not 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 a tiny um not a tiny um you know brick built bionicle, a proper CCBS bionicle. I'm not sure what. I think that's 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 an interesting thought, more because we don't really have most of the CCBS elements in production anymore. You've got pretty usable parts in, you know, the like from the Iron Man mech, all the mechs that we've gotten in Ninjago and Monkey Kid. You could you could make a pretty so, good. Oh. Absolutely, but they're not CCBS. CBBS. Oh yeah, they're not. But um, I don't know. I, 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 I would, I would, I would go so far as to suggest that perhaps they're going to adapt the system that they 
reveal with the mechs or with Ninjago earlier this year, which was really a brick-built, a system-based creature-building system. And mm-hmm. I, I, I would I would fully, I, if, if they were going to release a Bionicle model to coincide with the 90th anniversary, I reckon it would be a brick-built rendition of, of, of one from, from back in the day. Absolutely not. They will be burnt at the stake. We'll get a cool mask, at least. We'll get a cool mask. There'll be a, there'll be a, there'll be a new element. It'll be the mask. Yeah, probably. Anyway, that, that's my but, prediction. I think but we'll I reckon that's, 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 that's an excellent prediction. It's not one that I've heard um, commented or speculated on too much on the um, renowned League of Sites. Nick Voss is just gonna like walk on stage. He's gonna, you know, un- un- unfurl a scroll with the box art and say, "Bionicle, October twenty twenty two." Drop the mic and just leave. That's it. That will leave a few people speechless. If I if I if, if I if I work for Lego, that that's what I would do to make to make um to make you know this Lego Con twenty twenty two an unforgettable fan experience. But they're not marketing it as a fan experience. They're marketing it as a fam with an a M experience for a family experience. And Look, it's it's ninety years of Lego, and Lego would not be alive today if not for Bionicle. So we need to acknowledge that historical fact. I I, I agree. I think that is a good fact to acknowledge, and that's why I think there should be a Toa mask over the gate of any drawbridge. In fact, look, I'll go one step further. We'll get like a like a canister as well because just 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 saying, just saying, we'll get a ca- a, a bionicle and a canister. I reckon there'll be a canister, and it'll just contain a bionicle poster. I've been right so far about the ninetieth anniversary. I have, yeah, so far. Um, I think I've got a minifigure series prediction up there as well. Not sure how that's gonna pan out, but. We will see. We have six months left in the year. Mm. We will see. Um, yeah, so look, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, not looking forward to the ungodly hour, but um, yeah. I'm not sure if I told anyone, but last year at LegoCon, I was in the hospital overnight. That's right. Yeah. I, I saw that on social media. Mm. So hopefully this year, nothing dramatic happens and I get to watch LegoCon at home. I spent LegoCon transcribing the events live, which probably was pretty cool back in the days before live streaming was invented. Mm-hmm. I remember sitting through a number of Apple to keynote addresses, watching various Apple blogs or Mac blogs, sort of just typing out, oh my goodness, Steve Jobs has just walked on stage. Oddly enough, he's wearing a black turtleneck and a pair of jeans. He's <gasps> got sh- new glasses. Horror. <laughs> um and for some reason, I decided to try doing that with LegoCon. I don't think it's really worth it this year. I'm just going to sit back and watch it. I'll probably fall asleep during it. Mm-hmm. But I'll fall asleep in the couch rather than in bed. Um, there we go. So, yeah, looking forward to that. Now, Jay, we've covered a bunch of things so far, but we've not really spoken about any recent releases that we're actually been building and looking at um 
I know that you and I have both been wandering through some of the new Ninjago sets, um, and we may not have posted all of our findings and experiences with them. So these are sets based on the Crystallized series, which is coming up sometime soon, or for a couple of weeks, a couple of days. It was released a few months, a month or so ago, but. Um, of the sets that you've been building, are there any that you've had a degree of satisfaction that you've really enjoyed putting together or felt a bit meh about? Yeah, uh, I my my last review was the Crystal King. Uh, yep. I think it's 71772. That's the one I haven't put together yet. Ah, yeah, it's great. Um, I like it. It's it, It's got... Um, <laughs> Just reminds me of Warcraft, um, you know, like a big bad raid boss that you'd fight at the end of a, um, sorry, seven, yeah, seven one seven seven two. Um, it's cool. It's kind of you know, it's like a, it's like a hybrid centaur like creature that's half brick built beast, half mech. Um, mm. It's got it's got wings. I wish the wings were bigger. Um, yeah, that was that, that, that was fun yeah. to put together. But those, while those wings could be bigger, those transparent crystal elements are just awesome, aren't they? Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 nice to have a big bad. Um, you know, I think Ninjago has relied maybe a bit too heavily on you know mechs and big dragons and vehicles, not so much on you know like memorable villains. Um, it, it is important to point out that this is a big mech. It is a big, yeah. Is yeah, yeah. It is. It is a big mech, a, a centaur mech. Um, if if yeah, if you were so, yeah, it's good. Um, again, like most, um, like most, you know, recent sets. Um, I haven't fully adjusted to the new pricing paradigm yet, so I feel it's a bit expensive. But on sale, I think it's um, it's kind of cool. And look, if you have you know the the um i think lloyd's ultra dragon or the samurai x mech mm. uh, it's a good yeah it's a good villain it's a good foe for those two large good guy sets yep yep no absolutely i've look we've both put together a samurai a samurai x mech and that was a fun build it's a huge build and i've really enjoyed it um especially excited to see a mech with articulated knees rather than knees that you have to click an element out of place so that you can pose it. Mm. Um that's pretty cool. But I'll have to admit I've I've put together the also put together the Crystal King Temple and it's kind of a fantastic it's like a castle it's like a castle dungeon set and some of these I'm I'm starting to regret the fact that I missed out on the um sort of the skull dungeon from from Ninjago a couple of years ago because that was really like a classic castle yeah. kind of a set. But uh, this this Crystal King temple also feels like an underground dungeon secret thing and <laughs> has a suspended cell that sort of hangs in space, almost like a tensegrity. Um, great collection of minifigures and... On the whole, yeah, 
few golden weapons. Uh, I've really enjoyed that and some of the play features in the set, particularly the collapsing staircase. Um, and also I'm going to give a special mention to Zane's Golden Dragon Jet, which has got some really interesting techniques in, to say nothing about the really nifty way that the wings fold back and forward. Mm-hmm as you do it and i've really got a i'm really looking forward to writing that one up because there was a lot of some really interesting things in the way that that set worked but what i don't understand is these golden dragon ninjas i don't understand what they mean because it's not something we've seen before and it's doing my head in no i just think the aesthetic you know um it's very it's kind of like you know dragon ball where everyone gets powered up they just get you know turned into golden ninjas they get wings um I think it's cool. I think it's cool. The aesthetic is great. The trans pink um, elements on the Crystal King and his Vengestone warriors, soldiers, guards. Oh, the Vengestone warriors with their half-transparent legs and half-transparent faces there and arms. They're fantastic. I I, I just... um, This is what video was all about. It was about experimenting Mm -hmm. with transparent shades, and that's why we now have pink Vengestone Warriors. So are you you saying that DJ Raspberry was was part of the Vengestone army? Part of the Vengestone development team. (laughs) DJ Um, Raspberry was was better received than DJ Blueberry, and so as such, that's why Vengestone is red rather than blue. There you go. Just saying. Just saying. Um, yeah, I've um, I've been getting into Lego City. Lego City yep. has been has been a lot of fun. Like, um, got the farm. Obviously, that was my number one thing I was most looking forward to. Love it to bits. Um, I bought a second, and I will try to make a bigger barn, which shouldn't be too hard to do. And I might pick up a third because. Are you building a mock Jay? No, I'm just smashing sets together. That's that's still mock. That's still the first step to doing it. First step towards making a mock. I haven't started it yet, but <laughs> um, um, yeah, that's been that's been good. New farm animals can't complain. A cow, a I've, lamb, a woolly hmm. sheep, a calf, two piglets, a pig. Like that, you know, the farm. It's a farm animal battle pack. So. It yes. is pretty cool. It is pretty cool. I almost picked one up today, but thought I was not going up to go shopping for Lego. Mm. I only came home with two pick-a-brick cups. Um, I've just picked up one of the city sets from the first half of the year, the Picnic in the Park, which has got, uh, I'm going to call it a new design for a brick-built tree. It's got a mother and son with their bike and trailer it's got someone it's got a park ranger park maintenance guy um in his little in his in his little um vehicle and but most importantly i'm really eyeing it off because it's got a couple of squirrels in uh, a, a um dark orange and oh, i think the other one's black but um i've developing a use a use for squirrels and um i'm just going to say that for the time being you need you need some uh chima squirrels we had squirrels and chima oh did we oh. yes there was a, there was a there was a squirrel tribe no way yeah that makes no sense so much about chima makes no sense it 
I had I had a great idea to build some minifigure habitats. This is now just going on the back burner, featuring the the story of the decline of Fabuland and how when Clyde Crocodile borrowed Lionel Lyons' lawnmower, the whole place became overgrown and civilization collapsed. Apart from those that, apart from the rabbits who then went off to live in video. No, apologies um, to all um, all five of you Chima fans. No, it is a fox, not a squirrel. I always thought that it was a f- squirrel. I was wrong. <laughs> oh, well, in that case, I feel not so concerned. There you go. Excellent. I feel much better that I've not worried, that I've not missed something there. That's good. That's He's good. got a big squirrel tail, though. Come on. Squirrels and foxes have very similar-looking tails at a certain scale. No, 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 no. Foxes have bushy tails. This guy has a has a has a squirrel tail. Anyway, his name is Ferdy. Cool. I'll um have to hunt him down. But um, in the meantime, I'm just going to work with regular squirrels and perhaps some from elves and friends because they've got some pretty cool. Um, They've got some pretty cool squirrels there as well. Almost magical in appearance. Mm. Oh, and dinosaurs. Jurassic Park Dominion's just been released and <laughs> and I've hoped to get some context for all of these dinosaur sets. Perhaps I'm, 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 not gonna, I'm not going to watch the movie in the cinema. I heard it's garbage, so I'm just going to wait till it hits streaming. I'm not in a hurry. Uh, I'm just in a hurry to get it over and done with. So, yeah, that's a, but that's okay. Look, look, I, I, I saw Jurassic Park in '92 when it first opened in cinemas. You know, I was probably about 23 or so at the time. It was '92. No way, really? Way? Oh my gosh! I was three years old. <laughs> That's why, you know, when when we see Laura Dern and Sam Neill appear on the screen, screen you see a whole generation suddenly go, <gasps> it's just not your generation. Oh, I'll, 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 I was young when I watched it, but, you know, probably... You Sorry, know. I beg your pardon. No, it wasn't 92. It was 93. Ah, four-year-old. Yeah. Yeah, I probably watched it when I was like five or six. So mm. didn't get to watch it in the cinema, but, you know, as you do. It was terrifying. It was the first time they started to have realistic dinosaur skin. And then probably a year or two later, we started to get vaguely realistic looking hair. Um, (laughs) No, realistic sort of hair probably arrived with Monsters, Inc. That's where CG, CG hair was able to sort of work pretty well. And then from there, well, you know. Deep fakes are now a thing. <laughs> um, all right. So hopefully when next we meet, it will be a little sooner than three months down the track. Hey, if you're still here and listening to us at this end of the episode, we would love some questions. We are often here just shouting out at the universe because we like to shout out at the universe and express ourselves but we'd love to know if you've got a question about where things are going with lego where you think we might be imagine how you think we think things might be 
developing. Um, if you've got a question about our favourite Lego sets or any of those sorts of things, why not get in touch with us? Reach out to us on our socials. That's at Extra Pieces Pod on Instagram or Twitter. Um, or you could contact either Jay's Brick Blog or The Rambling Brick for um, as, a, as an alternative way. Yeah, I think we'd love to have something like that to do for the next episode. That'd be lovely, wouldn't it, Jay? Yep, fresh, um, fresh new start for us and a fresh new section. Um, yeah, yeah it'll, be, it'll be nice to have a mailbox section. And yeah, we'd love your questions, comments, thoughts, anything you want to know about us you know, being, you know, fan media, writing about Lego, what's coming up, what we like, what we hate. Um, yeah, not too much is off limits, I think. Okay, I've got a controversial, and I've got a question that I'd love people to um, write in with their answer. What do you think will be the next Lego theme to be cancelled? Ninjago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to get so much hate for that. Oh, ooh, harsh. Harsh. Do you agree with Jay that Ninjago should be the next Lego theme to be cancelled? Or do you feel that there is something else that um, probably deserves to go the way of the Dodo slightly sooner, like perhaps Lego City? Um, <laughs> Lego City's just started to get good. Yep, it'd be a shame if they take that away let's, from us. Let's talk about, let's perhaps aim to talk about the rise of Lego City next episode as well, Jay. Sounds um, good. We may or may not talk about the rise of Lego City in the next episode. So we'd like to thank you all very much for taking your time to come back and spend a bit of time listening to us. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, we're looking forward to hanging out and seeing, watching the LegoCon stream this weekend. If you're list listening to us in the future, we hope you enjoyed the LegoCon stream this weekend. And um, we we'll dare say talk a little bit about that next time as well see what we got right see what we got wrong and we need to, we need to commit to a legocon debrief so that's that's it. put it in the calendar we're going to have a debrief special episode legocon debrief autopsy whatever you want to call it we'll see what happens I start feeling like we should be doing one of those reaction videos where we just have LegoCon playing and Richard and Jay just saying, what? They did what? I'm way too old to figure out the tech to do that, but maybe. We'll see. And if you're way too old, then I'm way too, way too old. So that's okay. We'll um, just kick back and watch it and send stuff through down the track. Um, so thanks again for listening. We always love to get your feedback at at extra pieces to pod um, on the various forms of the socials or extra pieces pod at gmail.com. Um, let us know what you're thinking of, what you'd like us to be talking about. And I'm Richard from the Rambling Brick. And I'm Jay from Jay's Brick Blog. And these are the extra pieces. Perfect. You have been listening to Extra Pieces, a collaboration between Jay's Brick Blog and The Rambling Brick. Your hosts are Jay Ong and Richard Jones, written and produced by Jay Ong and Richard Jones. 
Extra pieces can be found through your favourite podcasting platforms. Please like and subscribe, and if you like what you hear, please give us a solid five-star review. It will make it easier for other people to find us and to share the joy.